You are listening to the Forge Leadership Podcast. Forge Leadership Network mentors, trains, and connects young conservatives ages 18 to 25, equipping them to lead in politics, culture, and business. For more information or to get involved, visit forgeleadership.org. It is so good to see you all here tonight. So good to see you all here tonight. All right. So I usually talk about social media. That's what I usually talk about. And I talk about the use of social media. I talk about how to effectively use it as a platform for networking, connections. Also, no yawning allowed. You got that? Better watch it. I got, I got my eye on you now. All right. I usually, I, that's what I usually talk about. But you know what? I was thinking about it. I was like, Adam... Adam, I'd like to go a little bit, little bit higher, okay? A little bit higher. Let's talk about your dreams and goals, okay? I'm guessing a good-looking, ambitious group of people like yourself has some big dreams. Okay, you see this right here? All right, this is how most people do dreams. It's how most people do goals, right? Okay, so, so you see the guy, and he's jumping. He's going from one side to the other. And this is what happens. What happens is... is People walk up one day and they're like, they wake up one day, most people, and they go, oh my gosh, I have this big dream that I want to accomplish and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a business or I'm going to do X, Y, whatever it is. I'm going to you know, be a Supreme Court justice. And what they do is they look at that thing and they're like, oh my gosh, this thing is so big. And, and, and they see this big obstacle, right? That big gap in the middle. And, they, and they're like, all right, yeah. I want to make this happen. I want to make this happen. And they run up and they go, oh! And they look down and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so freaking big. Does anybody else feel that? Yeah? yeah? You guys' dreams feel like that, right? And then what happens? What happens to most people? Like, a lot of people will just be like, well, uh, I guess I'll, I'll just have to settle for maybe a smaller gap or perhaps just you know, walk down somehow or who knows what will happen. And then there's a couple people who are like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to, Make this happen! And they go back further, and then they run, and they take this huge freaking leap, and then what happens? They're hanging on the ledge, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Here's the deal. My question is this. is like, I think every big dream has a certain amount of risk, right? But do you guys think perhaps that risk can be mitigated somehow? Yes, maybe? I also, I, have, I, have, I also have a question. My question is this. So when it comes to dreams and goals and kind of a vision for our lives, what's the difference between like a kind of a, a goal or a dream that is uh, grandiose? Do you know you guys know what grandiose is? It means like pretentious, right? So Adam and I, every year at Forge, we have people come to us and they look at us in the eye and they say, I'm going to be president of the United States. And I look at them and I go, maybe, maybe. But let me ask you a question. If you were the smartest person in the world and you were the best looking person in the world and you were the hardest working person in the world, do you think you could be president? Maybe. The answer is maybe, right? But, but what, 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 what comes into some of those huge, grandiose plans? What, what, what element comes in? Yes? Not luck. 
Luck! <laughs> You've got to have a lot of luck, right? And that's out of your hands, right? It's out of your hands. So, and I, I think there's a lot of things like that. For instance, your Supreme Court, I, I love that. I love that. I love that dream. I love that passion. But the amount that is out of your hands is so large, right? It's so large, the amount of, the amount of like, ability to get there. You have to be, you have to be nominated at the, at the Kentucky, and that, that's out of your hands. And then you have to have a Republican president who's willing to nominate you. I have several friends who have thought about Springs, or who want to be Supreme Court justices, who like could, they're on the bench, and guess what? They were four years too old. And the president didn't want to nominate them because they wouldn't be on the bench long enough, right? Do you see how much, how much luck you have to have? But here's the deal, so, so like what, what happens? So let me, we're gonna, we're gonna switch. I am telling you guys this because this has been, I have, I have lived with this over and over and over and over again in the political field, right? I've been in it for 10 years now and I've seen this over and over and over again. This is the normal political involvement life cycle, all right? What do you guys think this guy, what do you guys think this guy represents? Stress? Okay, yeah. Because of what? All the work that goes into it. I like that he's not yawning now. This is great. Well done. <laughs> Typically, why do people become activated in politics? Yes, yes. Usually, they're maybe even more than concerned. They're, they're what are they? They're angry. <laughs> they're so angry. These, they're angry, and, and it's, it's typically, and Adam and I got involved this way. There was a candidate who was super passionate, and he was, he was super angry about the heartbeat bill, right? That's what he was super, or maybe for you, it's the Save Women's Sports Bill, right? And so what happens is, is these people, they just get so angry, and they get so upset, and all of their friends agree with them, and they say, we've got to make a difference. All of my friends hate this bill, and they want it to get passed, and you know, on and on and on and on. And then, and then Austin, what do they do? A lot of times, they run, right? They go, I'm going to run for office. And so what they do is they get $2,000, they get one of their buddies, and they start to run for office, right? And then what happens? What do you think, what do you think happens right, right here when, this, when, they, when they get to that middle? It's like, it's like uh, Wile E. Coyote, right? It's just like, boom, straight into the pit, right? That's what typically happens in politics. And then what happens is the person sitting at the bottom of the cliff after they lost, and they're like, the system is rigged! <laughs> is it rigged? The system isn't rigged. Here's the problem. The problem is they become disillusioned, and the issue is, is that they never prepared. They never built platforms. And that's what I'm here to talk to you guys about. I'm here to talk to you guys about platforms. Because I would rather you work on your platforms than a particular big dream, okay? Because that big dream can change if you create your platforms well. So, a platform is knowledge, systems, process, networks, and resources that you create that can be used by you to accomplish a desired outcome. And I know that is a freaking lot of words, but I will, I'm gonna unpack it for you guys, all right? If you're gonna succeed in business, politics, law, or whatever, and I'm talking really succeed. I'm not talking a one-off, kind of like moonshot lucky, right? Because typically what happens with that is what? What happens when someone gets lucky and just like shoots to the moon? It doesn't last. 
they come straight down and burn up, right? That's not you, what you guys, I want you in 20 years to be in politics with me, okay? I want you guys to be in politics with me. And so here's the deal. What I want you to do is I want you to build platforms. And how you build platforms, it, it, what, do, what do you think, what are the three things you, th what are the three things you need, what are the three platforms you need or need to know, need to have to be successful in politics and most things in life? Yes? Money, money. yeah, that's one of them. Great job, money. God's the money, more the better, yes. Relationships. Okay, uh, networking, Next right? Yeah. Networking, or I'm gonna, relationships, or just say networking. Say so that's two, one more. Okay, that's actually really close. Knowledge, right? Knowledge. So what, what are the three? What are the three? Yes, money, networks, and knowledge, right? Perfect. All right, there you go. Great job, guys. You got them. All right, so here's the deal. Can you turn this up a little bit? And it's crucial to preserving women's rights and the integrity of women's and girls' sports. Across our country, true female athletes are currently losing scholarships, opportunities, medals, education, and training opportunities. This amendment will require schools that are part of the OHSAA to de designate separate teams for participants of the biological sex. No school <laughs> so, so I couldn't, ooh, there we go, all right. So here's the deal, that was my sister Jenna, okay? Yeah, go Jenna! <laughs> Jenna first came to Forge and she looked at me when she was like 23 and she's like, hey, I'll help you. She was helping run the company with me at the time. I'll help you, I'll help you with your Forge thing because you know, I, don't, I don't really care about politics, but like, I love you and I'll come help you. So she like, served coffee in the back. That was Jenna's like, original like, story. And then she kind of like, fell in love with it and then she ran for office, right? Knowledge, this is platform one, okay? Knowledge encompasses three things, four things. Convictions, skills, wisdom, and credentials, okay? So our first platform, knowledge encompasses four things. Wisdom, credentials, convictions, and skills. You know, one of the things that I'm most proud about Jenna for with this is, and, and her, her LA back there will, will tell this as well, that like, this is the thing, I mean, this was seen by like 50 million people. I mean, it was literally, I mean, it was everywhere. I was like, I was like looking at the video. It was like posted in Australia and like 2 million people had seen it in Australia. I didn't know how many people were in Australia. I was impressed. <laughs> Jenna's famous in Australia. Here's the deal. What I was so impressed about Jenna with is like what you see here is a combination of convictions, skill, et cetera, et cetera, right? Credentials and so forth. And what I'm, what I'm so proud of her with is that what happens in politics, what happens in business is that most of the time, the brave, beautiful moments like this where you are standing firm, right? That's when you get all the accolades. But I'm telling you, I am telling you, that was not the brave moment for Jenna. That was a culmination of thousands, thousands of small decisions, small brave decisions where Jenna honed her skills, where Jenna deepened her convictions, where she got her credentials through a lot of hard work.
right? And so forth. Got it? So I'm so proud of her because like that moment was like the culmination of that. And that's, okay, so that's, so anyway, convictions. Jen and I were in LA last week for a couple of days and I, I thought this was one of the most fitting moments when it comes to convictions, right? We are living in a world that can't even understand the basics of man and God. So much so that a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man, right? I mean, literally, it, it, it's, it's like this. It's like this right here, right? Has anybody ever seen this or read this? It's, it's the emperor has no clothes, right? And, and everybody's like, wow, look at that emperor. He's amazing. His clothes are so beautiful because everybody had deluded themselves. They had no, con- they had no, they had no convictions. They had no wisdom, right? And so what happened, what, so, so Jen and I are in L.A., and we are walking down, we are walking down the boardwalk in Venice. And there is this, there is this, there is this gentleman who is dressed like a woman. And he's walking down and there's this homeless person. And you can tell she, she has mental illness. Very, very bad mental illness. And you can tell she's completely out of it. And she looks at the guy and goes, oh, you're so pretty. Are you trying to be a girl? And I, Jen and I just stopped in our tracks and we're like, oh my gosh, this is that emperor has no clothes moment, right? So convictions, we have to have strong convictions. Where do convictions come from? I'm sorry, what's that? Yes, absolutely. How do you think you get convictions? Are you reading my notes? That's literally what I said. Read scripture. Right? Faith. Right? Faith grounds you. It's funny how the God who made us also understands us and has wisdom for us. Right? So read scripture. What else? Convictions are built through influence. So if you're being influenced through scripture predominantly, that's where your convictions are going to come from. But convictions can come from a variety of things. It can come from the media, it can come from certain people that you listen to, and so from your parents, from peers, from your educators, there's, that's where your values and convictions are going to come from. Excellent, excellent, excellent. excellent. I, have, I have volunteered, debate, travel, conferences. I, I think experience helps create conviction. When you see injustice, when you see something that's wrong, and you see it playing out in the world, and then you see that through the lens of scripture, that creates conviction within you. Does everybody understand that? All right, next is skills. Can you play this? Uh, okay, so um, my question is, is, does he have conviction? Yes. 
He does, doesn't he? Boy, that's conviction. What, what is he lacking? Uh, hit, it's at the top. <laughs> He's lacking skills, right? He probably didn't come to Forge and probably didn't come from our former, probably didn't hear our former speaker, right? He didn't hone his skills, right? Okay, how do you, how do you, how do you create skills? How do you build skills? You've been reading my notes too. I have practice, practice, practice. Give me an example. How do you guys practice on stuff like this? Reading, writing, uh, speaking, etc. Repetition. Repetition. You know what the thing about debate people are? You know, you know how you can tell the debater? They'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You all know that. <laughs> And that's exactly like Hillsdale people as well. How do you know if someone goes to Hillsdale? Oh, don't worry, they'll tell you real quick. <laughs> anyway, you hone your skills, right? You go, to, go and put yourself in position where you have to do it over and over and over again and you get better. I just did an internship in Washington, D.C. where in the course of five months, we read 80 books and we had to write 65 papers. And I, I mean, there were like six page papers each. I mean, I felt like I was writing in my sleep. And it was funny because I felt like I was writing absolute trash but by the end of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've improved so much just because of the repetition, right? So put yourself in positions where you can hone your skills so that when you want to become the treasurer of the Republican Party of Stark County, you don't look like this guy. He's famous, but you do not want to be that kind of famous. <laughs> All right. Oh, there we go. One time is funny. <laughs> One time is funny. All right. And wisdom. Right? Wisdom. I, I, I wrote down something, and then Jen and I were, Jen and I were talking this through as we walked uh, the other day. And I, I think wisdom, um, a lot of times in politics, for instance, when you're in the middle of politics, there, you don't get everything you want, right? You just don't. It's, it's, you're, you're in a, whether you're in Congress or State House or whatever else, you're, you're in a committee of like, you're basically on a huge committee, 435 if you're in the, Ohio, in the state, you know, in the U.S., uh, uh, Congress, uh, 99 if you're in the Ohio State, et cetera. But they're, they're, they're negotiations. You're going to have to negotiate, right? And they're negotiations you make in service of your principles, and they're negotiations that compromise your principles. I'm going to say that again. Ready? There are negotiations you make in service of your principles, and there are negotiations that compromise your principles. Wisdom is knowing the difference. Wisdom is knowing the difference. So I, I, love this, I love this verse, and we're going back to scripture, because a lot of these fundamental knowledge platform things actually have to do with your deeper beliefs. What you believe about man, what you believe about God, plays out into how you do politics. If you believe man is inherently good, then communism is going to work. If you don't, then communism is not going to work, right? So those basic level beliefs are incredibly important. Ask for wisdom. Right? That's what God says. Ask for wisdom, it'll be granted to you. Second, borrow wisdom. How can you borrow wisdom? Mentors. Mentors. I, I, do, do you guys have mentors? Do some of you have mentors? Yes, this is yes, this is no. Yeah? Okay, awesome. Get mentors. Third, learn from mistakes. Learn from mistakes. I think you can journal a lot. Journaling helps, and you can look back on the mistakes you made. It also helps with worrying. Are any of you guys warriors? Raise your hand if you're a warrior. Yeah? Some of you are out there going, should I raise my hand? I'm worrying about this. I don't know. <laughs> Will people look at me weird? Will I? And then, and then we're going to talk about credentials real quick, and then I'm going to let you guys go. Okay? Credentials. 
Here's the deal about credentials. Credentials are important, but be careful with credentials, okay? I talked about this earlier, but I'm, I'm gonna talk about it just briefly here. There are two, there are two type of people in, in the world, and I, I see this all the time with a lot of my employees. There's people who go and charge, just right out of the gate, I'm not sure what I'm doing, but dang it, I'm gonna do it, right? And then there are other people who are planners. Forge people who are a little bit more thoughtful tend to be planners. And they go, well, I got my master's degree. You know what, now I need to get my master's degree. And now I need to get my PhD. And now on and on and on. And they never feel like the credentials are enough. Understand that credentials, whether that be any of these things, degrees, titles, certifications, internships, security clearances, experience, et cetera, except for the experience part, they are merely a tool for you guys to accomplish something. They are not an, accompl they are not an accomplishment in and of themselves, okay? So the degree I'm getting at Harvard is a tool that I plan on using for a very specific thing, okay? So there are kind of like baseline credentials you need, most of you are gonna need a, ma a basic bachelor's degree. But then beyond that, you need to have a very clear plan of what, why you're going to use the degree, the further degree that you go, you're gonna go for, okay? Because it takes, when you're this young, that extra time, three, four years, is so incredibly valuable because you could be doing other things. Does that make sense to everybody? Cool, cool. Um, the last thing I'm gonna leave you with, write this down. Everybody, get it, you know, pencils, paper, everything. Watch out for debt. Write that down. Watch out for debt. D-E-E-D. -E -E and I say that because here's the thing, you are mortgaging your future. Your ability to go and run for something, your ability to go accomplish something is being mortgaged for that degree. And if you don't need it to do that thing, gosh, you not only weren't able to do that thing when you might have been able to, but also you kind of like forego your opportunity in the future because you have to earn money. Does that make sense? Thank you for listening to the Forge Leadership Podcast. If you liked the show, please drop a review in your podcast app and be sure to subscribe for all our latest episodes. You can follow Forge Leadership Network at Forge Leadership on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information about Forge programming, please visit forgeleadership.org.